Lund, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away. Whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoy Lean. DeCam says, give me that. A pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way. Bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around. Corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Just two more opportunities left before it becomes survive and advance. But who will earn the right to get to the stage of surviving and advancing? Winner go home. It's all coming up soon. Folks, soak it in. This is what we wait all year long for. The February frenzy in full effect across the UMAC. Ryan Mitchell alongside Wyatt Morrell. Once more, we are previewing the final weekend of action. Wyatt, can you believe it? We made it. We made it to this stage. There's a lot of doubters, a lot of haters, but we made it. Hope you're I, doing I, well. I hope I don't know these doubters and haters. Sounds like you know more people than I do. I I, I don't know. I mean, is there people hating on us, you're saying, or the, the conference, basketball in general? What do you mean by that? All of the above, Wyatt. There's always haters a lot of hate who are lurking. World. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of hate for college basketball. I don't know why. I, I don't I don't understand it, but they're out there. So a message to the haters. To get off our back, get off our case. We love what <laughs> we're doing. So here we are. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like the days go by long, but the weeks go by quick. Is that the saying? Or even, you know, the days go by short, the months go fast. You know what I'm saying. And that's kind of what it feels yeah. like with this season. Here we are at the end finally. Seems like it took a while initially to get to this point. But to be honest, now that we're here, it's like, where did the season go? Uh, I mean, we are literally just a few days away from knowing what the conference tournament fields are going to look like, both on the men's and the women's side. So I'm pumped up. A lot of compelling games coming up here this weekend. You know, there's maybe some that aren't as meaningful for certain reasons, let's say, but there's a lot of really good games that are going to determine the playoff outcomes. And to be honest, Ryan, we normally don't get that. Normally, we have a pretty clear idea for the most part. You might have one or two teams that are fighting for a playoff spot, let's say, but on the men's side, we only have one team that has secured a spot. And on the women's side, there's still three other teams trying to get the fourth spot. So it's really, really fascinating this year. Yeah, and we absolutely love it as UMAC supporters and covering this podcast. Obviously, it generates more content for us. So we're not complaining. And it could be a really, really special end on Saturday. But we know at the very least, the final weekend will be great. And we're going to get into it in a moment. But the Friday results are going to have a lot to do with how much drama is at stake, if you will, on Saturday. And why they're following the lead of, you know, the NFL and what the MLB does on the last regular season day as well. Simultaneous games, which, you know, spoiler alert, they've done this all season. But you won't know, like, oh, I can look in scoreboard watch and then we'll know if we can yeah. rest our guys or not. Unless, you know, if there was a Green Bay Packers squad of the UMAC, which there isn't. But, you know, we would give them the favor of their them knowing their destiny before they yeah, play their yeah, game on yeah, the final week yeah. of the season. But anyway. 
and uh, one of their players would push a member of the training staff, and then next thing you know, there'd be this. Yeah, they wouldn't execute. You know? Yep, when it all mattered most, yeah. you'd lose to the Lions. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there are some teams in this conference that look at other teams that way, as you're our Green Bay Packers team, but we don't look at it that way by any means. So, yeah, no, I I like that it's set up this way because of that very reason. Nobody knows for sure what's happening. You have to. You know, just basically go into your game and try and take care of business. That's all you can control. That's the saying, control what you can control, and that's what teams are going to have to do. So is there a specific spot you want to start at here for this preview pod? Do you want to start on the men's side, the women's side? What should you uh, think in here? Well, we started on the men's in our recap, so... Hey, you don't I have, to, play second, you don't have but to explain let's go, let's yourself go. to anybody, Ryan. You can just say... Let's you just, can, Let's just go the women's. Let's go ladies first at least one more time for the season. So okay. we'll run down these Friday games. Um, I'm, I'm going to go in the order of, you know, ones that maybe have a little less on the line versus the ones that have more on the line. And for the record, each of these games is worth something, and especially Friday there's at least one team in every matchup that has playoffs at stake, if you will. Let's just start in Mankato, Wyatt. Northwestern is at Bethany Lutheran. Right now, Bethany Lutheran on the outside looking in. We kind of talked about how tough it would be for them to get in in our recap pod. Right now, they're at 5-7. and seven. Crown is tied in the four slot at 6-6, six and six. so this kind of feels like it may have to be a win and probably does have to be a win for Bethany, correct, on Friday night? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think they're at the point they have to win both games and then just hope they get some help. Because remember, what's coming on Saturday? Superior and Crown are going to play each other. So at the bare minimum, one of those teams is going to be 7-7 seven and seven, and probably even potentially, quite frankly, one of them is going to go 8-6. and six. I don't think Bethany has a ton of hope left, but they do have to win both games to even have a chance. So yes, it's an absolute must win for them. Benefit for them, obviously, is that they're both taking place in the North Gym. Let's remember that Northwestern is coming off of their first loss of the season in UMAC play. I don't know if that makes them more motivated, a little more loose coming into this contest, maybe to try to get back in the left column. I can start on this one. Why? Because it doesn't matter. We don't have to do you pick first and I get a chance because <laughs> well, it's, it's over. I it, mean, it, I, mathematically, I guess if I went opposite on every one, I could have a chance, but I'm 12 games back. So... I don't, I don't blame you for waving the white flag and calling it good. Hey, it was a good run, and if I'm correct, you, Congratulations. Beat, me la- you, you beat me last year, so, I mean, you can't win it every year, Ryan. We, you know, it, it's just not going to yeah. happen. So, and hey. I, I can always hang my hat on my men's fantasy basketball squad. That was pretty dynamite, and uh, we'll that leave is it at true. that. That is true, and, uh, you know, you had that going, and it was, uh, yeah, it was it was a fun regular season all the way around, both uh, sides when it came to the fantasy scores and then obviously the predictions. So, yeah, no problem. You go ahead and go first. I have no issues with that, and if you want to go first on all of them, you can. We can go back and forth. You're, you're in control here, but you certainly go first on this one if you want. I'm taking Northwestern. I think they are in a little better mind frame coming into this ballgame. After what just happened on Saturday, like I said, maybe a little more motivated. They don't have that weight on their shoulders, back of their mind, saying, oh, can we stay undefeated? They get back in the win column and uh, effectively end Bethany's playoff hopes Friday night. Yeah, there's two points of view with this. 
is Northwestern going to have, you know, is Bethany going to have Northwestern's full attention because Northwestern just lost their perfect season? Or on the flip side, keep in mind, Northwestern, they've already locked up the one. They're the outright champs of the regular season. They don't have a lot to play for necessarily here in these last two games except pride maybe. So which Northwestern team are you going to get? I tend to think Northwestern is going to come out firing in this game after losing on Saturday to Superior. So I think it's going to be a tough matchup for Bethany, and they're going to have to play extremely well to even have a chance. And like you said, it's one of those deals with Bethany this year. There's just too many questions night in and night out. There's no consistency on any given night. And even with their slim playoff hopes, I just don't know what kind of a Bethany team we're going to get this uh, Friday evening. So I'll take Northwestern, and I think they get it done on the road. All righty. Next, let's uh, move on to Ashland, Wisconsin, and go over the border for a few games. The Lumber Jills hosting the Crown College Bowlers, and Northland is out of it. But as I mentioned in the recap, about as dangerous of a 3-9 and team that you'll meet Against a crown club that obviously has a ton to play for right now, they would just barely be in. They're tied at the fourth slot at 6-6. Six and six. Plenty on the line in this ball game. I can go first with this one again. I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be under 10 points. The key is can you hold down Northland enough? Because I don't think Crown necessarily wants to make this a shootout in this ball game. A good sign last weekend that, you know, if Hecox and Latsky don't put up huge numbers, we can still win a ball game. We saw that. They're going to try to get those guards going once more. It's a great guard matchup in this game. Crown won the first one, 73-62 at the whack. This one's tighter, but Crown gets a win with so much on the line Friday night. Yeah, to me, this matchup's all about the scoring from, you know, the Miranda-Wagner aspect to uh, Hecox and Latsky for Crown. Crown definitely has more to play for here, knowing the matchup that's ahead on Saturday, and they're trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. I think Crown's going to get it done on the road as well. I think it'll be a close game, though. I think Wagner is going to get hers, as she normally does, and is going to be able to keep the Lumberjills in this game. But with Crown, I, I mean, I, I got to give it to them in this particular instance, feel more confident in them. They just have so much more to play for, Ryan, and you kind of said it too. Yeah. I, I just I can't go against them in this matchup, especially with the weekend they just had too, where when the Polars show up ready to go and they play – close to their A game even, not even their A game, just close to it. They're a very dangerous team. So I think they'll be ready to go for this one. They're back on the right track with those wins, and I think they get it done on the road as well here. Next, let's uh, stay across the border, as I mentioned. Huge one on Friday night. You could argue this is the biggest game of the whole evening on the women's side. Minnesota Morris at UW Superior. Reminder, Morris right now in the second slot at eight and four, tied with North Central, I guess. We'll get to the Rams in a moment. While on the other side, Superior coming off of that huge win over Northwestern there, six and six and fighting for their lives. In such a meaningful matchup for both sides, I don't know how much of a difference why you think the home court advantage makes in a ball game like this. Mm-hmm. Again, for context, let's remember what Morris did against UW Superior the first time that they met out in Morris, that one taking place last month. Month, one by 10, 61 to 51, when the Cougars were in the midst of a big time hot streak before they fell to Northwestern. Their defense was pretty good on that night, forcing 20 turnovers, and they get a good win at home. All that is to be said, I'm taking Morris. I think it's going to be really, really tight. But for some reason this season, like the best performances for Superior feel like they're away from home. And I probably shouldn't put too much into that, but. 
we haven't seen I mean I mean jacket fans are listening to this saying it's going to happen this time and we need it to happen at the Mertz in this last weekend of the regular season but I think Morris does enough in this one is a really really good ball game but the Cougars win a tight one on Friday night yeah, so Morris is one of the three teams that have already clinched a spot in the postseason tournament. So some people might say, well, maybe they don't have a whole lot to play for in this spot. Superior's fighting for their lives. But I disagree because when you look at it, they're still yeah. trying to get the two. And I think that is important and crucial to get the two because they're probably going to play North Central in that 2-3. Home court advantage could go a long ways in that matchup. So I think... Minnesota Morris is going to have, you know, their A game here on the road. They're not going to, you know, let the foot off the gas pedal by any means. They've been getting better and better as the season's gone along outside of one uh, loss to Northwestern, which, again, Northwestern's just a little bit different than the majority of teams this year, it seems like, in the conference. They've been rolling, you know, eight of their last nine after the own three starting conference play. I'll take Minnesota Morris to win this game on the road. It's not because Superior necessarily plays better on the road, but I see what you're saying with that, too. And I think uh, I think the Cougars get it done. So we're either going to be looking really good on Friday night with these, Ryan, or I guess we're going to be looking really bad because so far we have all the same picks. Yeah, and just one more to wrap it up. Some may look at this and say, ah, I mean, you got one squad who's playing for everything and the other one not so much. And that is true. North Central at 8-4 and four, with still seeding implications on the line, even though they know they'll be in, just like more, uh, Minnesota Morris you just mentioned. The Rams are at Martin Luther, who's 1-11. and 11. Yeah. But there's a big but, Wyatt. The only win that Martin Luther has this season came in downtown Minneapolis at the Rams last month. And mm-hmm. it was in a ballgame where, yeah, Lydia Flight's excuse me, Lydia Fight, who I've talked about so much, started their talented freshman point guard, but she only played six minutes and wasn't really a factor before getting injured, I believe, in that contest. And Martin Luther won at 59-54. So now they get him at home. Obviously, North Central has more to play for, but they know they can't overlook a Martin Luther club who had a massive first half against them, and they went into the locker room in that ball game up 16 points. North Central made a ferocious comeback but couldn't come all the way back to beat them. This is about as compelling as it gets for a 2 versus an 8 on the final weekend of the regular season. And Wyatt, just because I can do it one more time, give me the Knights. Before we end the season, I'm going to take them once more. And Rams fans absolutely hate me right now. But I think it's going to be a tight game. Obviously, they can play ultra loose. They got one final weekend at home. They know their season's going to be over after that. But uh, I think they find a way to get North Central again. Jordan Heckendorf has her best performance of the whole season. Give me Martin Luther. Well, uh, Lydia Fight's got a take flight you know, next year for this team in order for them to, you know, really take that next step. So I'm going to use that one moving forward with that little slip Mm. up you had there. I like it. I like it. It just came to my mind, and now that's how that's going to be born. But, hey, I give you props for sticking with them. You've been by uh, their side, I can't say for the entire year. There's been some dark days, you know, being on the Hey, I've been dragging on the bandwagon. Not always (laughs) committed, but I've been dragging along. You've kept at least one uh, pinky or one toe on the bandwagon at all times. So, you know, you could hop back on. I got the bruises to prove it, Wyatt. Yes. There you you go. So (laughs) I I appreciate that you are going to ride with them here. You're also kind of alluding, though, saying you're not going to take them on Saturday, which I'm not going to take them on Saturday either. But, uh, you know, you're saying this is your one last chance to pick them I actually think their win against North Central hurts them for this matchup because think of North Central would have won that game you know what I mean they'd be sitting nine and three right now they'd be in a great position to get the two seed instead 
they've left things up to chance potentially a little bit here in this final weekend. So I think North Central is going to remember that loss and how much it stings right now. And I think they'll go on the road and they'll get the win. So I think both them and Morris win on the road. They stay on pace with each other at 9-4, and four and it sets up a massive day for both of those teams on Saturday. So I got all the road teams winning on Friday night. Fair enough. Let's move on over to the final day of the regular season. These games taking place across the land on Saturday. Let's start across the border. Minnesota Morris. You and I both think they're going to get a win. Could be a tight win at Superior on Friday night. Then making the short trek over to Ashland, Wisconsin to take on the Lumberjills. You'd imagine there's still going to be obviously implications for the two seed. I mean, I guess it's not obvious because... Mm -hmm. No, you know what? They split with North Central. So even if they both, excuse me, even if Morris wins Friday night and North Central loses, I think the two still necessarily wouldn't be wrapped up, would it? Because they split. they'd be one well, game be, up, but they yeah, split. So because the they split against each other, it would go, you know, remember, like you said, it was first off, how did you do against the teams that finished above you? Which, you know, Northwestern's the only one that finished above them, and neither of them play uh, Northwestern here this weekend. So... And they both got swept by him. So then you'd have to go to the next one and, and so forth until we get what we, you know, would, would need. A so coin yes, toss. It, which, yeah, if, if it somehow could get all the way back down to a coin toss. So, yes, it absolutely which, will which, matter. Which, hey, for the two seed, that could that could maybe happen. I'm going to pull up that sheet again as you make your pick. But, yeah. I was going to say, I'll make my pick in a second, but it will absolutely matter Saturday for both these teams regardless of what happens on Friday, theoretically. So with that being said, <sighs> Let's see. I don't know. You're going to make me pick first all of a sudden? Yeah, we're going to flip it on, on Saturday just because people want to hear more of your, your logic to start off with. And, and the predictions thing is over, so it doesn't matter. All right, fair enough. So to be clear here, because we're talking about Morris and North Central, you want to do the Morris-Northland game first, correct? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, Morris had Northland. from top to bottom. Yep. I think you said that, but I just don't want to throw out the wrong team all of a sudden here. And people yep, are Morris like, said Northland. <laughs> What's this guy talking about? But I think Morris wins. I, I do. I, again, think they're the second best team behind Northwestern still. And I get Superior beat Northwestern, but I still think Morris is the second best team. They're the most complete team outside of Northwestern in this conference. Like I said, they've been on a roll. They're going to end the regular season strong, get a couple of wins on the road, and I'll be feeling pretty good heading into the uh, conference tournament and uh you know as you pull up to see who owns the tiebreaker winning both games this weekend would give them a great chance to uh be the two seed they control their own uh, you know in that aspect they control what they can control win both games i think they will and then uh, let the chips fall where they may so i got more speeding northland i think in this scenario we're painting if they each go one and one this weekend it would come down to best conference road record if those are different numbers for morris and north central and if that's even we may have another coin flip so i, I don't have all the numbers in front of me and we don't that have would time be something to tabulate all that but <laughs> i guess it's not it's uh maybe a greater than non-zero chance i haven't counted the road numbers and i'm, I'm not going to do that right now. yeah we don't we don't anyway. need to get into it now but like you said there is a possibility <laughs> folks so just prepare yourself for that for the second time this weekend, I believe Northland's going to be in it going into the fourth quarter, and it's going to be a single-digit loss, but they will lose as Morris will win on the road at Northland, but I still think it's going to be a year of improvement for the Lumberjills. And uh, we got a fiery coach for the future of the UMAC, Wyatt Lisa Phillips. I mean, she was getting into it last weekend at the Erickson Center. I mean, wow. I don't know if I've seen a coach for a full game more 
into it where she would get excited from time to time, but especially when her squad wasn't doing what she would like them to. I'm hearing on the other side of the gym what she's barking out, and yeah, she's uh, she's intense. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. But uh, the, the run-ins like for, uh, for Northland. Yeah. So, okay, let's uh, stay across the border. Hold this on, one. So to be clear, you picked Morris there. I picked Morris as well. Yep. Okay. Tight win. Sure. Crown at Superior Wyatt. I mean, regardless, there's going to be a lot on the line in this ball game coming into the weekend. They're both six and six. You and I both believe that Crown's going to win on Friday night and Superior is going to lose. And they did split in the regular. Well, they didn't split. They they're playing each other here. So what am I even talking about? They're tied in the standings. Crown won the first one. Okay, that's important to note. Superior in our hypothetical is going to be a game back. Did they find a way to split the weekend, in your opinion, Wyatt, and finish seven and seven alongside Crown, so we can get into the tie-breaking procedures that all of us enjoy? Might surprise you, but I don't think they will. I I think they're going to lose both games this week, and I think Crown's going to win both of theirs. And you know, when it's all said and done, they'll be up two games on them. I think Crown wins this game on the road. And they uh, go into the playoffs riding a four-game uh, winning streak. And uh, give me the Polars in this matchup. I like their offense to have a pretty successful day, and I think they get the season sweep over Superior. And like I said, end the regular season with a bang heading into the conference tournament. I just got a feeling about them and what they've been able to do this year. It's been a just huge year for them under a new head coach in Bridgeport Tussler. And for them to be in this spot's pretty remarkable to begin with. And uh, Superior, likewise, with a new head coach as well, with Coach Carpenter, you got to be thinking the same thing. But I think Crown's going to be the one that gets it done. I, I'm high on the pullers heading into this weekend. I think they get this game as well, and they're going to be in the playoffs. I didn't even connect those dots. Why? Lots of good stuff there. But we have this game potentially with a win-and-in scenario, and it's two first-year head coaches. How about mm. that? Baptism by fire. It's beautiful. As they say, get busy yeah. living or get busy dying. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. I uh, I love that saying as well. Wyatt, what more did the Jackets have to do for you? I mean, last weekend, you well, could argue they had the most impressive win of the whole season in the UMAC, and now you're fading them to go 0-2 on their home floor to close the season coming off of that win? Sounds crazy, I know. I, uh, I'll i take all the hate mail, and uh, we said, you know, we want the haters away from here, but if people want to send hate mail, feel free. You know, I'm not afraid. I can All feedback it. is good feedback. Absolutely. All press is good press. We'll Absolutely. take it. <laughs> Absolutely. So... I understand why you would ask that, and it's not that they have to do anything more for me. It's just they got two really tough games this weekend, and we've seen it all year. This conference, especially on the women's side, they can beat each other up, and uh, anything can happen on any given night. And I just feel good about Morrison Crown and what they're doing coming into this weekend as well. I mean, keep in mind, they both went 2-0 last weekend too, so it's nothing against Superior. I just like the other teams they're playing more. Yeah, I think this is going to be under five points either way, and I am going to take the Jackets, and I just have a feeling I can see it somehow when we do our recap pod. They're both going to be 7-7, seven and seven, and we're going to be talking about a tie-breaking procedure that has one making it to the dance floor and the other one left having the door slam shut on them as uh, the opposition says, nope, I'm not going to take you to the dance. So it's going to be devastating for one and uh, elation for the other, and yeah, I hope it lives up to the hype. I think it will. I think it's going to be a great ball game at the Mertz on Saturday. Yeah, it should be a great game and uh, certainly should provide, you know, a lot of intrigue depending on, you know, what happens on Friday night. But either way, a lot of these games on Saturday are going to have meaning 
you know, regardless of what happens on Friday night. That's what makes it so good this weekend. Okay, we have two done, two to go. Let's move to the land of 10,000 lakes and get away from across the border for these final two. Northwestern at Martin Luther. We both think the Eagles coming in are going to be coming off a win, getting a little mojo back, going into the conference tournament. I think Martin Luther is also going to be coming off a win, and uh, obviously this will be their last game of the season, Wyatt. Do you have the Eagles finishing the regular season 13-1, and or does Martin Luther shock the world in a game that you could say, quote-unquote, means nothing, and they give Northwestern their second loss on the season? Well, we used the comparison, you know, with the Crown men's team the previous weekend here. It was their Super Bowl. And you could make an argument for Martin Luther it is this weekend as well. You know, can they end on a high note here, finish up? But they're winning the Super Bowl Friday night. According to you. And like I said, (laughs) you you think, uh, you obviously think Northwestern's going to win this game, correct? Because you said this is your last chance to pick the Knights on their game on Friday, which obviously isn't true. You could pick them here on Saturday, but something tells me you're not going to do that, are you? No, you connected all the dots very well. It, it's it's the first game of the weekend. They've already beat them once this season. They're going to be totally fresh. Yeah, I think Northwestern beats them. North Central does not. So, yeah, you read I, my mind. I, I'm on Northwestern on this game as well. I really don't feel like there's a ton of explaining that's needed for this one as far as the logic that goes into the pick. I mean, maybe Martin Luther could stun him, but uh, I'm picking Northwestern. I think I'd, I'd be crazy not to coming into this matchup. And do you think, why? just quickly before we move on to the last matchup, does this do something for the Eagles then if they do go 2-0 and this weekend? Is that important and worth noting, even though they already got the one lacked up and home court advantage throughout the playoffs? Does that give them something, like a jolt heading into Wednesday night when they have the UMAC tournament? possibly it's much more important they go 2-0 and versus 0-2, you know, and going on a three-game skid. That's yeah. why I think it is crucial that they play well on Friday night, specifically against Bethany. How do you respond immediately after that loss? You know, that'll be the first time we see them on the court since losing that first game. So I think that's crucial. And then the one on Saturday, to be honest, uh, if anything, that's the one that's more meaningless. Maybe they don't play everybody as much or they do some different stuff for yeah. experiment and whatnot. So who knows what's going to happen Saturday. But it'd be more important to go 2-0 and than 0-2. I don't think it's a big deal in the end anyways that much. I just am more curious how they're going to play Friday night more than anything. It's a great point because I think you and I and almost everyone else listening to this think they're going to play it like they normally would any other opening of a weekend. But if you win Friday, you could entertain, like you just said, maybe resting some players and experimenting some stuff, like you said. That'll be interesting to see on Saturday, assuming they win on Friday. So wrapping up, let's go back to the North Gym. You and I think Bethany essentially is going to be out of it because I don't know if there's any scenario in which they can lose Friday and then win Saturday and somehow we get a bunch of tie-breaking scenarios. No, there, there's not, like you said, because Crown plays superior. So one of those teams is going to get to seven wins. So yes. Bethany, for sure, has to win out to even have a semblance of a chance. So I just nullified what I was going to say. Anyway, in yours and I's opinion, then Bethany is going to be eliminated as they host North Central on Saturday. How do you see that one panning out? Yeah, I mean, it'll be senior day for them, and, you know, it's always a a big opportunity to end the season with a win. This is unfamiliar territory for Bethany and Coach Jones. I mean, when was the last time they were in a situation like this? You know what I mean? It's kind of uncharted waters for them. So, 
Going to be interesting over there in uh, Mankato. That being said, North Central, they have a playoff spot locked up. Like I said, I think they'll beat Martin Luther on Friday night. I also think Morse is going to win, though, so they won't know for sure what's going to happen Saturday. Like you said, the games are played together. You know, what's that word you use, simultaneously? Is, is simultaneously, it? yes. There you go. I'm, I'm really reaching into the vocabulary bag here tonight and pulling that one out. But, uh, yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's, it's important for North Central to – find a way to win this game too and try and do whatever they can to best position themselves to get the two seed. So I think North Central will win this game on the road. Again, I don't think Bethany's going to have a ton to play for. I think North Central is coming together really strong here as the season's moved along. And uh, I like them to get this win, ride a four game winning streak into the conference tournament. So I think them and Crown are both going to be in the conference tournament with four game win streaks playing the top two teams. Wouldn't that be fascinating? would be very fascinating and i shouldn't say i I shouldn't say top two teams i guess that's disrespectful i suppose to north central without even trying to be they could be the two seed i still view morris as a better team than them i guess is what i was trying to say but that's fair and obviously that's compelling if you're the two or the three because that means yeah you're playing that other team regardless but you get to play it on your home floor or not this coming wednesday yeah i um don't think they're gonna get swept this weekend because i said martin luther is gonna win that ball game on Friday. North Central is going to split. They're going to finish the season 9-5, and five, and they will lock up the number three seed, which isn't meaningless because then you avoid Northwestern in the semis and you get to go to Morris, I believe, is what they will be doing on semifinal Wednesday night. But, yeah, I got the Rams in this one. Yeah, it's, uh, like you said, important to avoid the four seed for, you know, obvious reasons, which they pretty much already have done. So they've uh, been able to get themselves up to where they could be the two or the three. Now let the chips fall where they may, and it should be a lot of good action here this week and really looking forward to seeing how these games uh, shape out, though. Any final thoughts that you have, Mr. Morrell, on the women's side before we uh, flip it to the other eight games taking place this weekend? Well, so if it plays out the way I think it will, you know, I got Northwestern and Crown battling in the 1-4, Morris North Central in the 2-3, and... uh, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a heck of a tournament regardless. But I just would love to see those four teams duke it out, battle each other, and it would make for some really good semifinal games. So really hoping we get to see that. And uh, like I said, it should be a lot of fun to watch these games unfold. Biggest things to keep an eye on, like I said, how does Northwestern respond on Friday after losing their first game of the year? That game specifically, that's important. And then uh, honestly, I'm I'm looking at Crown and Superior in that battle for that last spot and what they do on Friday night before that showdown. Obviously, all eyes will be there in Superior uh, on Saturday, but also curious what they'll do on Friday as well. Yeah, and just rooted interest-wide, I mean, I look at a Northwestern, they're maybe not going to say this publicly, but Eagle fans and coaches and supporters may be saying, yeah, I sure hope Crown's going to beat Superior on Saturday, and while we're at it, why not Morris taking down Superior on Friday like we think they're going to, so then we don't have to see Superior. Because the way you just laid it out, if they're playing Crown over Superior, I know there would probably be a lot of people that say, yeah, we would rather see the Polars than the Jackets one more time in our gym on Wednesday. And then on North Central side, as far as who you're rooting for, you want to get that two seed, obviously. So you're also looking at the Mertz, and you're saying, Superior, can you do us a favor and knock off Morris in that ball game on Friday night to help us get our path to the number two seed? So fascinating with teams near the 
top who are watching other games and maybe rooting for a matchup to happen. But obviously you get in and you play who you play and you're into the dance and anything can happen from there as the cliche goes. But I, I think teams are probably getting greedy and looking at the other games as well. You know, it's uh, like you said, everybody's always cheering for somebody else, it seems like, on any given night in this conference. And that's going to be no different this weekend, especially on Friday. So, yeah, absolutely. Never uh, never seems to be an issue to root for another team. I mean, I know I used to do it. And, I, you know, you, you have teams you want to win to help position yourself the best you can. So, Alrighty. Moving on to the men's side of things. Eight more very compelling games for this final weekend. Wyatt, I'm going to give you the choice before I dig into these. Do you want to pick first the matchups on Friday or Saturday? You got to do four of the eight picking first, but do you want to start sure. picking first or do you want to end picking first? I appreciate that. You're letting me have my choice here. I am going to pick first here. I'll pick first on Friday night. Okay, fair enough. Let's start across the border and go to a showdown. I mean, it's going to be a great weekend at the Mertz and look no further than Friday night where both games have a lot at stake. Jackets obviously coming off of the huge win against Northwestern in the waning seconds on Saturday. They are 8 and 4 and if the season ended today, again folks, it does not, but if it did, they would be the number 2 seed. They are hosting a Minnesota Morris club fighting for their playoff lives. Just a game back though at 7 and 5. Who do you got in this showdown at the Mertz on Friday night? Yeah, it should be a uh, good one. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. You always like to go across the border, don't you, to start things off? I don't know. I'm starting to notice that trend. Are you just doing that because that's the way it's listed? Or, yeah. Well, or, then, I, I don't know. Then I, I like, like to come home where, yeah, where you no, and I, I reside. Let's come home then to finish. Not, not a bad thing. I hear you. It's just I, I picked up on that. But, yeah, I uh, it's going to be a great game. There's going to be a lot of great games this weekend. I could see it playing out multiple different ways. Both teams, keep in mind, fighting for a playoff spot. Like you said, I mean, this is a huge swing game because if Morris wins, then they're both 8-5 and five going into Saturday. Superior wins, they would, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but pretty much lock up a playoff spot, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. uh, yep. one, one win for Northwestern and Superior this week and locks up a playoff spot for them. I think Superior will get it done on Friday night and lock up that playoff berth. I got them winning at home. They'll take care of Morris, who is, I don't know, they've, they've always been around. They've been close when they lose, and then when they win, they've looked good. But Superior at home, I like what I'm seeing with this team, especially with their win over Northwestern, even though there may have been some controversy at the end. They still played a heck of a game on the road at a very tough place to play. And uh, that defense to go along with some guys that can score when they need to and Walker and Fahrenholtz, I'll take Superior on their home court in a meaningful game like this. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to go against them in a spot where they're coming off of a really huge win, although you and I both went against Superior on the women's side after they're coming off of a massive <laughs> win, so it's not past us to do that, I guess. Yeah, I mean... I've kind of used this logic before in the past when we were looking at, you know, return games last weekend and what happened in the first matchup. I mean, let's remember, Wyatt. Morris was really good start of the season at the road, on the road, excuse me, as we've said so many times. And then the Jackets kind of spoiled the party in that ball game when it was at Morris when they faced him the first time earlier on this season when uh, out in Morris back in January as I just – Lost it here, and I'm trying to find uh, that matchup again. Yeah, Superior won that ball game, 72 to 66. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the Jackets as well. I think it's a, a tight ball game and really compelling in this one. And I'm not just saying those as catchwords, but both teams have so so much on the line. 
And when Morris loses, they're just going to be crossing their fingers and, and hoping and praying that somehow North Central goes one and one on the weekend and then the tiebreaker goes their way and Morris splits as well. We talked about that a little bit uh, in the recap, Wyatt. If they both finish on the season eight and six, who would have the upper hand? And we're not going to get into all those shenanigans, but that that could be a very real reality in this ball game. Um, excuse me, at the end of the weekend, I should say, where both North Central and Morris finish at 8-6. and six, But in a huge weekend, I think it uh, doesn't start well for the Cougars. Yeah, I don't uh, disagree by, by any means. Like I said, I mean, I could see it going either way. I'm not going to be surprised if Morris wins this game. But I, it's hard to go against Superior at home in this spot, knowing that they have a lot to play for as well. So, a lot of swing games this weekend where, you know, one win for one team could, you know, drastically change what would happen let's say if it goes the other way so this is definitely no exception in this matchup and you know who will be massive massive minnesota morris cougars fans obviously they got the work cut out for themselves on their own on friday night but northwestern is just pleading and hoping that somehow morris can beat superior because that would do them a huge solid on friday we'll get to them in a little bit but let's stay across the border north and hosting crown wyatt the one for sure it's just a fact that has the least on the line on Friday night. Both teams will not be in the UMAC Conference Tournament. But does Crown continue to stack some wins here to end the season where they'll have a really good spot once more to play spoiler on Saturday? But first off, on Friday, Northland and Crown. Who do you got in this one? Yeah, I will take Crown. And I think, you know, when it's all said and done, they're going to be, you know, and I think we said this in our recap saying a lot of what ifs you know what I mean like what if this would have happened what if this and and I think that's the way it's going to go for them uh throughout the course of this you know this game and you know the games they had last week and dare I say and I won't spoil it but could they even win on Saturday and really shake up and play spoiler in their matchup against Superior Mm. so who knows but uh they're a very talented team and uh there's gonna be a lot of what ifs going into the offseason for them but uh I, I think they'll take care of business here at Northland and they would move to 6-7, and seven. and yeah, you would be saying just a game here and a game there. They could have had more on the line going into Saturday, and we'll get to that one in a moment. I'm going to take Crown as well in this ball game, and they uh, continue to build some mojo going into uh, the closing stretch of their season, and I think they could be in the end double CAA again on the D2 side, but uh, I won't say any more on that at the moment. We'll wait and see if their season goes beyond the UMAC. One final game, two final games, I should say. Let's go across the border. we still got two big games, Ryan, okay? Get it together. North Central at Martin Luther on Friday night. Martin Luther gets two more home games, Wyatt. Can they somehow, some way, pick up a win before the end of the season and make a memory with so many upperclassmen on that squad? Or does North Central move themselves to 8-5 and five and get themselves a game clear of Morris potentially on Friday night? If it goes down how you and I are expecting with Superior knocking off Morris, is this North Central walking through the open door on Friday night and taking advantage of this opportunity. Yes. That's that's okay. all you need. That's Sorry, all I, I set that up that's terribly. I, well, yeah. hey, no, I, I, I don't have much to say about it, honestly. I mean, they, they have a great opportunity with the matchup in front of them, and they took care of business this last weekend. And uh, before they have to go at the number one seed, Bethany, on Saturday, they need to win this game. They'll be ready to go. I will take uh, North Central in this matchup. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. They're going to be ultra-motivated. Give me the Rams. Okay, so last but certainly not least, 
there potentially was going to be more on the line in this ball game when you looked at it at the end of last Friday night. And then what happened on Saturday happened, and there's still a lot on the line in this game. Don't get me wrong, but there could have been even more at stake. All that is to be said, Northwestern wide, it's going to be ultra-motivated heading on down to Mankato to face a Bethany Lutheran club who can lock up the number one seed that isn't sealed yet. Because in a scenario where Northwestern goes 2-0 and on the weekend and Bethany goes 0-2, the Eagles would have it. Superior can't take it because they were swept by Bethany in the regular season, so the Jackets can finish no higher than the number two slot. But Bethany can find a way to potentially rest some guys on Saturday. I know they're not concerned about that yet, but to open the weekend, Wyatt, you know they want revenge against the Northwestern club who gave them their first loss in UMAC play last month. Can the Eagles possibly get it done again and bounce back from a tough tough L and a tough pill to swallow with how that game ended Saturday against Superior and find a way to start the weekend off right where for Northwestern White the one seeds at play but also in play is potentially missing the postseason altogether what happens in this fascinating fascinating showdown at the North Gym on Friday night well it's uh one of those things where, you know, it's two powerhouses going against each other. We've seen this in years past. It's always been fun to watch them play. Expect a very close game again like we saw the first time around at Northwestern. And uh, it's 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 tough uh-huh. for me to pick against Bethany at home just because of how good they've been this year. And it, it took a lot for Northwestern to win that game on their home court, you know, and Bethany, you could argue, maybe didn't even necessarily play their greatest. Same with Bethany's loss against Crown. I mean, yeah, Crown deserved to win the game, and they beat them, but Bethany hurt themselves. So unless Bethany hurts themselves in this game, I don't see Northwestern going in there and winning. So I'm going to take the Vikings to win this game, and I think if Northwestern wants to win, they have to slow down Mason Ackley, first and foremost, and like, you know, you've always said, keep him off the glass, keep him from doing the different things that he can do. And Northwestern's got to get production from some of their bench guys. You go into the road like this, I mean, yeah, you know what you're going to get from Kyle and maybe, you know, some of the other guys that have been, you know, just dudes this year, Caleb and Henry. But I think there's got to be other guys that step up, whether it's Pasternich, whether, and I know he starts, but even him, uh, whoever they start, whether it's Fuquay, Bainey, I mean, there's lots of different guys that could play minutes and potentially score for them. I think those are the guys that got to be the X-Factors in this game if Northwestern wants to win it. I don't think they get quite enough out of those guys. So I'll take Bethany at home, and uh, they really make a statement as they get ready for the conference tournament. Yeah, that's all valid. I got one question for you, though, Wyatt. If Northwestern does what they did to Bethany in the first matchup or something similar to it, and the same thing that Crown did as well, where Bethany's not making more than three or four three balls in the game, can they win a game like that? If you tell them again, you got to beat us off the dribble or you got to beat us with Hunter Nielsen on the block, can they win in that formula? And it just hasn't worked in those few losses where they have been cold from deep and Crown and Northwestern have got them on the road. Do you think this is the first time this year we point to it and we look at the box score after the ball game? It's not a great three point shooting night, but they still find a way to win. Hmm. It definitely could be. See, I, I think, uh, well, first off, Bethany's going to have to shoot a pour from three for Northwestern to have a chance, too. That's the other part. If Bethany comes out and is able to knock down three-pointers three at a high clip and uh, they put yep. you know Northwestern in a tough spot, I just don't see how the Eagles are going to be able to keep up. So, yeah, if, we, if Northwestern wins this game, I would be shocked if we're looking at the box score 
and Bethany had a really efficient game from three-point range and didn't have some of their guards like Sagdahl and those guys do their things. So to answer your question, I guess, yeah, I, I think they do have to shoot poorly, and I think Northwestern has to try and get them to do some other things inside even and keep them away from the three-point line, if that makes sense. That does make sense. I appreciate that answer. Yeah, I don't think North Central, excuse me, North Central, Northwestern necessarily wants this to be a shootout. I mean, I don't think they ever go into a game saying that. I think there are a few kinks in the armor of Bethany, though. And I don't think I would be saying a lot of this if you ask me, you know, early January, even in the later January, after Bethany, you know, survived a couple games after losing to Northwestern. Okay, maybe they got it back on track. They're going to trend in the right direction in February hasn't really been that wide. I think I've viewed them differently ever since they lost their first game. They're still winning, but I think it's even noticeable last Saturday after you lose to Crown on Friday night. Okay, let, let's bounce back. Let's let's get a convincing win and, and show the league again that we're the class of the UMAC and we mean business. They won, but you're up double digits with 10 and change to go. You let Morris back into it, and Morris takes a lead late in that ballgame with under five to go. You end up winning the game, but I don't think Northwest is going to have like their best players like Noah Conagieser where he did not play well at all on Saturday. I don't see Kyle Kamink scoring under 10 points in Northwestern not producing there. And they are more than motivated in this game, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you could say that causes them to have a little bit of weight on their shoulders and feel some pressure coming into the ballgame. Sure, maybe that's a factor, but Kyle's a super senior and Henry and Caleb are both juniors, but have both had a ton of playing time. I think those three guys show up and I think the difference, Wyatt, Northwestern wins the ball game. If you get something again from Seth Fuquay and he scores near 10, 12-ish points plus, if he doesn't, you don't win. But I think he has been a different player, period, over the last few weeks and is getting some mojo for Northwestern, some big shots down the stretch that he had and setting up Micah even on that assist late in the game. They didn't win against Superior, but I've seen a totally different Seth Fuquay. The last two weeks for Northwestern, I think it continues. He's the X factor. Northwestern wins by a razor-tight margin, and Bethany has to try to get the one seed then on Saturday with the door still being open on the final day of the regular season. Do you think part of that with Fuquay as well is just because he was a transfer? And, I mean, obviously, everybody, it's different for everybody who has ever done that as far as getting comfortable and just trying to maybe not put too much pressure on yourself. Do you think that has something to do with it too, maybe? I think that could definitely be a factor. And Wyatt, you and I have seen it in basketball and so many other sports as well. When a guy starts the year as a starter and there's some expectations put on him, and for an injury reason or otherwise, he gets taken away from that spot and has to see the game coming off the bench and then returns into that starting role, I guess you could say maybe doesn't take it for granted as much or learn something from coming off the bench, however you want to label it. I think that phase did a lot of good for Seth where Parker started those chunks of games at the point guard position. Now, maybe, again, at some point this season, Parker Bainey's in that starting point guard slot, but I think Seth has some more motivation and has a renewed confidence, if you want to put it that way, now being back in the starting lineup the past couple weeks, and he's taking advantage of the opportunity, and he's looked like a different guy, like I said. So I think he's the X factor and the reason why Northwestern wins if they do it, because I'm expecting the other guys to really step up. So... Should be a fun win, fun one, excuse me, on Friday 
Thursday night out in Mankato. All right, well, and, let's and move so over to, and, and, well, go just ahead. really quickly to be clear at what's at stake. I mean, there's not quite as much at stake for Bethany. Like you said, they still could wrap up the one on Saturday. But if Northwestern is to lose this game, depending on how some of the other games go, they very well could be playing in a win-and-in situation at Martin Luther, you know what I mean, where they have to win to get in. So when was the last time we said that about Northwestern? So how about that with Northwestern and Bethany on the women's side? It's it's just weird, uncharted water this year with some of these teams. What a crazy season it's been to get to this point. Well, and I was thinking, I'm trying to do the math here, Wyatt. Let's say they go one-and-one. Is there still a scenario? Because North Central, you know, if they beat Martin Luther and then knock off Bethany, they could get up to nines and Northwestern split with North Central. And then both of those squads, as far as talking about teams above them, I think North Central would actually have the tiebreaker then if it's teams above them. Because then North Central and Northwestern would both have a win over Bethany. Again, this is saying that North Central is going to go 2-0 in the weekend. Yep. Northwestern mm-hmm. goes 1-1, one one, okay? They're both going to finish at nine wins. They both would have one win over Bethany. But then Northwestern doesn't have a single win against Superior, and North Central has two of them. So I think North Central may have the upper hand on them in that. And then if Minnesota Morris finds a way to go 2-0 and on the weekend by taking down Superior and then following that Northland, they also would be at the same record. Northwestern split against Morris, and then record against teams above them, that would mean... Morris would have at least one win on Superior. They don't have the one on Bethany, but Northwestern would. I'm just saying I think there maybe is a scenario where Northwestern could go one and one and still miss. You I don't know you, exactly you for me, sure. You lost me like 30 <laughs> seconds ago, if I'm being completely honest. But I, I and hear probably what you're all saying. the listeners too. So well, yeah. so let's just start with saying they lose on Friday night, which is the more likely possibility. And North Central wins. Mm-hmm. Let's say North Central does own the tiebreaker. It comes down to Morris, too, though, has to get in front of him. Does Morris That's own what the I'm saying. And, and do we know that for a fact, though? We, we don't necessarily at this moment in time. I don't, but what we would know then, because this would be assuming Northwestern still beats Martin Luther, okay? Like, we're playing under the, the assumption of they go one and one on the weekend because I don't think they're going to lose to Martin Luther. We'll get to that in a little bit. But if Morris gets up to 9-5, and five wide, and it's the talks between them and Northwestern, because we just said the you know path to north central hopping over northwestern so then we're talking about northwestern and morris at the number four spot morris wouldn't have that win against bethany when we look at teams above them northwestern would but also morris would have one win against superior because that would mean they'd have to win this weekend against them northwestern would not have a single win against them so then it comes down to north central morris morris swept them Northwestern split against them. I don't know if I'm counting this correctly because I'd have to pull up this tiebreaker sheet again, but if we're talking about teams above you, there there may be a path where, and I could, and some people are probably screaming at their phone or their computer listening to this, like, you're wrong because you didn't count this, this, and this. We don't have time to go through all these procedures, but I don't know if it's for sure, Wyatt, if the Eagles at least go one and one, they're in. I think there may possibly be a path where they're not but i could definitely be missing something so it could get really fascinating it It also could be you know the other (laughs) way and none of this even matters so that's what's interesting and and they could still get the one seed like we're talking about them missing it all together they could still get the one so that's and i don't think it's that unbelievable for that to happen and we'll get to that in a moment when we talk about the saturday games here 
in a moment. So are you ready to move on to Saturday? Yeah, we no, I Friday? am. This is definitely uncharted territory, that's for sure. And we may never get this, or it could be a really long time before we see this again, where there's this type of a scenario. So it does warrant the discussion. But yes, I am ready for Saturday. All right, let's uh, just stay with Bethany and what we were talking about a moment ago. Let's stay in the North Gym. So I think they're going to be coming off of a loss, needing a win to wrap up the one seed in this ballgame against North Central on Saturday, who's going to be coming off a win against Martin Luther. So you'll have Bethany coming into the ballgame at 10-3. and three. North Central will be 8-5, and five, and seeding still going to be very much in play. You mentioned in the recap, Pod Wyatt, what an opportunity for Micah Filer. Remember, he did not get to play against Bethany when they met the first time they seen him at Clark Danielson. Micah was out. So this will be the first time he's seen him. Bethany can't turn on the tape from earlier in the year and say, all right, this is the adjustments we want to make against Micah. Like, they know him, though. So he's been around the UMAC for a long time. It's not like it's a foreign guy walking into their gym. Obviously, both teams would have something at stake from the scenario that I am painting, okay? I think North Central could pull it off. And real quickly, Wyatt, before I make my pick, do you think it's an advantage for North Central if it's playing out this way and Bethany still has something to play for? that that first game almost means nothing. I mean, do you prefer that, that Micah didn't play the first time, or do you think that's just a non-starter and that means nothing? Because what we said in the recap pod, I I basically don't take anything from that game because North Central's best player didn't play. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it means nothing by any means, but I'm also not maybe putting as much stock into it as you are, per se. I mean, it definitely adds another element. I mean, he's he's their best player. There's no doubt they're a different team when he's on the floor. So I don't know if it's necessarily better for North Central now, saying, oh, well, now we have him back, so we're confident we can go do it. It's still going to be really, really challenging for him to go in and beat Bethany on the road. Obviously, they have a better chance to do it, but they're going to have to do a lot of things, and it's going to have to be more than just him, to be clear. I mean, he could have a monster game, and like we've said before, it still might not be enough. So it's going to take everybody to get it done, to be clear. I'm glad you mentioned it's going to take a lot of guys. I look at number four in blue or whatever jerseys they're wearing. I don't know if they're going to be wearing white on Saturday. Anyway, for North Central, Tanner Holtman, I think, has got to have a really good game, like he did when we looked at last weekend when, yeah, Micah had the really big performance in that Friday night ball game, but you also look at what Tanner Holtman was able to do for North Central in their big time win against Superior. I think those two got to combine for at least 50. So if that's 25 and 25, 30 and 20 to beat Bethany, I think this is a game where Bethany does just enough. And by the skin of their chinny chin chin, if you want to label it that way, they do get the one seed in a season where early on you kind of looked at them and said it kind of feels like it's theirs to lose with the talent that they have and what they did in the non-conference and all that combined. It's tight at the end, and they have multiple close calls down the stretch, but they do find a way to split on the weekend and get the number one seed. Yeah, I think they're going to win this game. I don't have them splitting, though. I got them winning both games this weekend. I think they've been the best team from the get-go in this conference, and I think that's the way it's going to end in the regular season as well. But I think they win both, so North Central ends up going uh, one and one on the weekend with their win on Friday. And uh, that puts a lot of pressure on a game we'll talk about here in a moment, Minnesota Morris, where you know I have them losing on Friday. They got to win now to tie things back up again uh on saturday let's say so it'd be really really compelling if the results go the way i think they're going to go is what i'm saying and it's uh it's it's going to be fun to see a play out but yeah i think bethany is going to certainly get this done on their home court hard to pick against them 
But real quickly, though, Wyatt, in your scenario, they, they have technically nothing to play for on Saturday. So is that an advantage for North Central? Because the scenario it I'm painting is. is that they go up against a Bethany team who's still desperate. Like, do you see Bethany potentially sitting some guys? Or in your scenario, I think you're saying they still play it relatively normal if they're going to beat a North Central club who clearly has a ton at stake. I mean, I... It's it's not like it's football, you know what I mean? Where like you like bench guys sure. per se and it's it's different. They might not play the same amount of minutes and again you might look at it differently, sure. And, and there's certainly that aspect of the desperation piece we always mention one team's more desperate than the other, but even with all that being the case, let's say if Bethany has nothing to play for, I still think they're a really tough team to handle. And, and again, North Central's going to have to have everybody play well and I don't know if we've seen that enough from them at times this year where I'm confident enough to pick them in this game. That's fair. Yeah, I like I said in the recap, it'd be interesting what Coach Becker and his staff's thoughts are if if Bethany wins on Friday. Like, are you? I think you favor that, right? I mean, you want that. Yeah, you I mean, said in, in a sense, you do, I suppose, because it makes it easier for you, I guess. But uh, you know, there, he would also probably tell you deep down inside, like you said, he probably hopes they do. But he would he would say the coach thing too, where it's like we just got to take care of what we need to do, which is true. They just got to worry about themselves on Friday and uh, take care of business there first and foremost, even give themselves an opportunity come Saturday. Let's stay in Minnesota before we go across the border. I flipped it uh, this time. Northwestern at Martin Luther. I think the Eagles are going to be coming off of a win. You think they're going to be coming off of a loss, which makes this game monumental, Wyatt. Does Northwestern cruise and uh, Martin Luther ends the season with a goose egg? Yeah, I'll take Northwestern to win. I... I again, I don't have a whole lot to add with this one. I think they'll win and they'll be in, and uh, that's that's where I'm leaving it here with this matchup. So, not not a whole lot. I think Martin Luther is going to be able to do to slow him down. And regardless of the matchup on Friday and how that goes for Northwestern, they still are going to be favored to win this game. Yeah, I can't go against him either, Wyatt. I mean, in this ball game. Regardless of what it is coming in, like you said, if you're coming off of a loss or a win, there's going to be something at stake for Northwestern. So tough for Martin Luther, but uh, yeah, I don't see this one being close. Okay, let's go across the border. Yes, to close things, let's start with Northland hosting Minnesota Morris. We both think the Cougars are going to be coming off of a loss, and so thus... Morris fans become the biggest Bethany Lutheran fans they ever have been for Saturday afternoon, hoping they can beat North Central because in this scenario we're painting, they would need that because they would be down a game to the Rams coming into Saturday in the scenario that we have painted, and then we'll get into tie-breaking shenanigans and all that because they split in the regular season. And, of course, it has to be complicated on the last day because who would want it any other way in a league that is truly unlike any other? So all that is to be said, Wyatt, Morris with – Something to play for. Northland trying to play spoiler. Could we possibly see Langston Flowers looking like James Harden out there, the left-handed player, number 13, has a beard, has a headband, the whole nine yards. Is he going to drop 35 and they're going to beat Morris, or does Morris find a way? Is it a, so you're saying it is a compliment that that he's James Harden because some people may take that it the is. other way when you say that. I know. He, even his even his free throw route kind of looked like him. I mean, we the guy I was calling the game with on Friday night, we were talking about it, and I was like, he's kind of got some of those vibes, and he had a couple nice finishes with the left hand in transition. I'm like, you know, his beard isn't as thick and full as James Harden, don't get me wrong, but uh, 
just some moves that he had and a few step backs that he had between the legs dribble. I'm like, I think he watches James Harden and tries to play like him. And he was doing some of it. So credit to him. Some people may say that's not necessarily a good comparison is all I'm saying. Some people don't like James Harden and, and, you know, the way he plays. So I was just trying to clarify you're, you're saying it's a compliment. It's a compliment, yes. Okay, just wanted to make sure we're on the same page there with that. So uh, you're you're the one that's picking first here, though, correct? Because I did pick first on Friday. That's correct. Give me Morris. They got more to play for. I think they win by double digits. It could be close at halftime, but I think they pull away. Uh, even double digits. So you are very confident in the Cougars here. Yep. Yep. They're going to be say, desperate. Can't say I disagree. I'm going to take Minnesota Morris as well. And, uh, yeah, I, I think they, they get it done. Noah Conagheezer, this would be a game for him to really show out and uh, put in a big performance when they need him to most. And with the way I have it going, that means that Morris and North Central are going to end with the same record, and that's where the tie-breaking procedure comes into play, and that's why it's so crucial. So, yeah, I think they uh, both go one and one on the weekend, except they uh, you know don't win on the same day. So North Central wins Friday, and then Morris wins on Saturday and uh, we get that tiebreaker to come into place. All right, let's wrap up at the Mertz, which is maybe the place to be overall this weekend. Wyatt Superior hosting Crown. We think Crown's going to be coming in feeling good. Even though they can't get in, they'll be winners of three straight ball games. Superior is going to be trying to hang on, you and I believe. Well, I think the two seed could still be up for grabs. You think it's going to be over because you think Superior is going to win. On Friday night, Northwestern's going to lose. That means Northwestern wouldn't be able to catch them, and Superior would be locked into the two. So that's an interesting scenario, Wyatt, because in the picture that you're painting with the predictions you had, Superior's going to be locked into the two. Bethany's already going to have the one. Northwestern won't be able to catch them for the two, and Superior's just going to be locked in that spot. So that that's compelling, like... Mm-hmm. I guess it isn't because Crown doesn't have anything to play for. So in your opinion, uh, it's just a whatever game and means nothing. I think there's going to be more on the line where the two's still going to be up for grabs. The one's actually still going to be up for grabs. Superior's going to try to hang on to the two by hosting Crown in this ball game. I think Crown wins. I think they're playing really well right now. They come in with no pressure on them whatsoever. We look back at what happened earlier this season between these two clubs when that matchup happened out at the whack last month in January and Superior won the game 86 to 75 and in that ball game for Crown College yeah Cade was back wasn't great had 18 points in that game I don't know if Superior can put up that many points again that was in the thick of when we were talking about their run their offense was fantastic they shot 54 percent from the field 46 percent from deep I think the Jackets Wyatt come up with a win on Friday, and then it's tough to kind of rally them back for Saturday. I know last weekend it was the reversal where they lost on Friday, maybe had more of their attention on Saturday uh, with Northwestern from their coaching staff. They can guard against it all they want. It's human nature, though, I think, to, after a win on Friday, be feeling pretty good about yourselves and maybe get punched in the mouth a little bit early on Saturday. And even without all those extra factors, I mean, Crown's more than game to win this game, and I think they do, and they end the season on a win streak. And somehow, someway, Crown finishes 7-7. Seven and seven. It's not enough, but they do finish 500. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually in agreement with you on this one. I think Crown's going to win on the road. And it was the very first thing that you said that is the reason I'm picking them. And it's that they don't really have any pressure on them. It's one thing to not have anything to play for, but it's another thing to be in that spot and have a team that's really talented and, and can still, you know, be 
a really, really dangerous threat. And so I think they're going to get it done. I also think coming into this game, Superior doesn't have anything to play for. So unlike you, I think they'll already have the two. And I think that plays into this a little bit. You know, they, they certainly are going to want to yeah. still win, but I, I absolutely think that helps my case for thinking Crown's going to win this game. So I will take the pullers in this one, but Superior is still going to be the two seed, and they'll end up hosting Northwestern uh, in the 2-3 matchup in the semifinals. So that's the way I see things going. Yeah, and this is a perfect case why for what you are talking about moments ago where you got to worry about your own game, your own team, and what's going on. But, I mean, clearly Coach Polkowski and his staff are looking at what happens in Mankato on Friday. Like, don't tell me that means nothing. Because if Northwestern wins, yeah. it's like, okay, we got to go full bore. we got to do everything we can to get the number two seed. So potentially we're playing a Northwestern or if it's someone else on our home floor instead of going on the road in the UMAC semis on Wednesday night. And then on the other hand, like you just said, if they lost, well, then don't don't be reckless. Like, you can pull back the reins a little on Saturday against Crown. Well, just remember last year when we, you know, had the whole deal where we thought we knew what was going to play out or we didn't think we knew, and then Crown's coach, you know, he yeah. did know. And yeah. so <laughs> it was a he knew, a we didn't know type of deal. And uh, they absolutely keep an eye on it is what I'm trying to say. The coaches are well aware heading into these matchups, what needs to happen or the different possible scenarios. So I think Superior will be well in touch with if their game on Saturday ends up meaning something or not. And uh, it'll shape up to be a good one. But I think Crown does come on the road and they find a way to get a win over the Jackets to close out their season. And again, they head into the offseason with a lot of what ifs. You know, what if we could have done this? What if we could have done that? And uh, it's going to sting for them that they're going to end 7-7 seven and seven and just miss after, you know, you look back on so many games they could have potentially won to get in. But uh, that's the way I see it going. I think they win this one as well, and they uh, wrap things up on a huge winning streak, but still miss out just barely on a playoff berth. Yeah, that should be a great one for sure at the Mertz to add to what should be a great weekend all around in the UMAC. Enjoy the end of this ride. You know we definitely will be, and we will be back to recap it all once things are wrapped up at the end of the weekend, and we're going to continue to try to finish this thing strong as we head down the stretch. As always, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us, UAOTheUMAC at gmail.com. We're checking that daily from here on out. DMs are open as well or any other way you want to connect with us on Twitter at UAOTheUMAC. Just two days left in the regular season, and then we will have a bracket, which is always a great thing in a league that truly is unlike any other.